live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on November 12th, 2019 to hit the internet. It's the very next day, November 13th. Your ears are not deceiving you. It is me. I've returned from a... Uh, uh, just a uh, roller coaster of uh, laziness and uh, disinterest, uh, just being overall tired, you know, and just being lazy. I think being lazy is the main thing. Being lazy, slob, uh, rather want to play on Twitter or I'm playing the stupid shark game on my phone, which it's one of those games where they want you to pay money to get coins and all that. Uh, and if you don't, then you're just playing the same level over and over again. That's basically what I'm doing. I'm doing that. So it will take me months to get the 25,000 coins that I want to upgrade my shark. That's the kind of shit I'm doing instead of doing the podcast, which is just flat out wrong. Uh, but if you're new to the show, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, all the other venues that have, uh, popped up since the last time I did a podcast, uh, Lunarville, something that the kids are, I don't know, doing something on TikTok. I, I've reached that point now where all this shit is happening and um, I'm just looking at it. I'm, like, I'm just like hearing about it with a scowl. It's like, hey, you see what's on TikTok? I'm like, what is TikTok? What? Is, what? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't care. I, I don't. What is TikTok? Please tell me. Uh, so yeah, there, there's lots of news for that I can talk about here. Could bore you, which I will. If you've listened to this podcast enough, you will be bored. And uh, some current stuff, too. You can hear about my gallivanting around uh, Europe. And I, I taught them to love. I taught them to be civilized. And I taught them that these fucking colors don't run. I basically said all that. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, I will say that I had to buy all new shirts from my trip to Europe. Because I flexed so hard on Instagram with pictures that all my shirts are ruined. I was flexing, flexing, flexing. They're, they're, they're in tatters. You can only use them as rags or to uh, give to the homeless people that are all around. I don't know what is going on in California, right? Right outside my, 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 my house now, right outside our little street, cul-de-sac. There just seems to be a growing area of garbage, which, listen, I love garbage. Who doesn't? I mean, put it this way. There was a refrigerator there yesterday. And then when I came back at night, someone actually stopped and opened the refrigerator to see if there was anything in it. I woke up this morning. There's a second refrigerator. Uh, so neighborhood's going to hell. Gotta love that. Um, yeah. All right. Gavin Newsom. Hey, state's on fire. Anything? Gov? Hey, governor? Governor? State's on fire. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm hoping Warren Buffett will buy PG&E. You get your head out of your ass. You're not Christian Bale, so stop trying to look like him. What? Anyways. Um, so, Yeah. Let's 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 start with something that's uh, you know relevant right now. I guess it's breaking in a sense, somewhat breaking. Breaking in this day and age is like you reported in the last half hour. So no, this is, this has been longer than a half hour. The last time we talked, you know, the New York, New York Yankees were uh, you know, were working on the Jesus. They're still in the regular season. Probably the last time I did a podcast, huh? Well, they're out of the po- they're out of the playoffs because the whole season's over. Which Trump? Trump? I mean, I swear. Let's see. The circus is coming to town. The corrupt, comprised, coward, and congenital liar Adam shit. No way. Trump said this. This is way too loquacious. Uh, this phone is so so slow. I got. I gotta go. I gotta go to AT and T get a new one. God, I can't stand it. Ugh. It just. 
I know that they're just doing their job and they're getting, I just feel like I'm getting ripped off. Just like buying a car. Whenever you're getting a big purchase like that and there's plenty of people just standing there waiting or, hey, just sign up on our queue here or our kiosk. I just feel like I'm not reading the fine print even though I am. And you can see that look they give you when you're like reading through everything. They're like, yep, yep, just sign right there. Yeah, I'm aware of where I'm supposed to sign. It's a signature there. That's where I would put my John Hancock. I'm going to read this, 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 you know, Old Testament style size of information that you want me to acknowledge. Can you give me a goddamn second? Go, go, go flirt with your coworkers. I, I don't care. What was I talking about? Oh, Trump. Yeah. Well, that's going to be it. The whole shit bird starts tomorrow, huh? Uh, but anyways, uh, back to, uh, it's twice. Back to the, uh, the, what I was going to talk about. The, the, the Yankees, they're out of the, out of the playoffs. The whole season's over <laughs> for everyone. World Series. Yeah, yeah, got it. But the big news today, the Astros, who love smelling their own ass, you know, who are always talking about how they're on the precipice of a dynasty, who are, listen, they're very impressed with themselves, are now accused of stealing signs, which it's some sort of, uh, I guess it depends on who you talk to, if it's rudimentary, if, if it's some complicated thing. And Francesca says it couldn't be possible because the cameras are on a delay. Well, I, Mike, I'm sure the cameras that aren't going to, uh, to broadcast are probably not, if they are on a delay, it's probably pretty small. And... Not nearly the same, um, but I guess the whole idea is that the center field cameras, uh, you know, when the Astros are hitting, will zoom in on what the sign will be. Uh, for example, what uh, John Boy, who uh, I don't know if I have anything against John Boy, but I, I find him obnoxious. But at, at the same time, I can't pick out any specific thing that he does that it's obnoxious. I just don't like his face. Uh, but he had a video which I don't know how that came across my feet because I have muted, but he said something along the lines of, so this is what happens. So the, the camera zooms in, sees the signs, and if it's a uh, change-up, they will bang on a trash can. So you can hear that. and You can hear the bang. So I would take a look at that video because I guess that is kind of the crux of what's happening. Now everybody cheats. I mean, this idea that I said this on Twitter before, Alex Rodriguez, God knows how many that the, the, the elixir of steroids, that guy was on 2009 to all of a sudden become some sort of playoff hero. And then he never became one ever again. Just that year. Just crazy. It's crazy how a guy with a year, a career of like 18 years and who's in the, in the playoffs almost every year. I mean, not every year, but a lot had one great year where he was just absolutely better than everyone. It's just amazing. Yeah, that's baseball, Susan. No, no, John. <laughs> that's illegal steroids. Uh, so everyone cheats in their own certain way. You know, the Red Sox did this. The, the, you know, the New York Giants did it against the Brooklyn Dodgers when Bobby Thompson hit the home run. All right. That, that was known. That was sign stealing. Now, this does get in a little bit of a gray area. Not a gray area, but more illegal area in the sense of the using electronics. This is a choreographed thing. But is it? Is it that much worse than someone on second base peering in and then signaling to the dugout? I guess there's some sort of MLB. There probably is an answer, and I just don't know it. But there, I imagine there has to be some sort of stipulation that you can't use electronics. Um, and the Astros, again, who these guys love their own press clippings. And I'm seeing somebody here uh, on Twitter, GoDJ2, says, Remember when Verlander didn't like players getting an illegal edge? And has Justin Verlander isn't buying Robinson Cano's PED excuse. You know, Verlander is a guy who loves to uh, shoot his shit. And then when it comes back to him, doesn't have anything to say. Like a situation like that. Or, you know, uh, there was an Astros player in the minor league system who beat the hell out of his girlfriend. He's like, there's no place for him like that. And I mean, listen, obviously that's not the most edgy statement in the world. But he's, I wouldn't play with a guy like that. And then they get Roberto Osuna to be their, their, their closer. And then just like, well, we'll have to measure him as a man. And then he never heard another word about him. You know? 
measure him as a man. What is, what is, actually, I just made that up. I was going to say, what kind of statement is that? I don't know if Verlander actually said that. If that actually happens in the locker room, like, hey, get him over here. Get the ruler. Uh, but the the Astros are definitely looking uh, very guilty with their hand in the cookie jar, in a sense. I mean, would I say that their manager, A.J. Hinch, is worse than Goring and Goebbels? Not yet. I, I won't say that yet, because we don't know exactly what he did. But... You know, throughout the whole year, he's sitting there, I love the Lufafa, all that. So it makes you think. It really makes you think. And then when they asked him at the end of Game 7 about the performance from Max Scherzer, I mean, this is what he said. I mean, I, I, could, I couldn't believe my ears when he actually said this. Take, take a listen. Un- unbelievable. And you, you want to... You're going to manage a baseball team like that? That's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, yeah, wasn't that funny, huh? And, and the delay did not help. A little rusty on the ones and twos. A little bit rusty. But, uh, you, but you also hear the, the, the lunatics. The lunatics saying that, that they need to take the... This, this is how stupid people are, you know? And, and I was once this stupid, too. I really was. I was also a lot younger, but I was once this stupid. I remember when Kenny Rogers had that thing on his... He had that black mark on his hand when the... Who was he on? The Tigers? Yeah, he was on the Tigers, and they he was pitching gems against the Yankees. And I was showing it to my friend, my roommate, when I came home. And I was just like, look at this. Oh, man, this is big. Mike and Chris are talking about it. Oh, they're in big trouble. And then my friend's just like, who, my friend, who, listen, a complete idiot. He's not the dumbest person I know because I've certainly looked at Twitter. Uh, he, he's definitely not the smartest either. And he just looks at me and goes, so what? I was like, well, he's cheating. They're like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to replay the games? I'm like, yeah, you're right. What are they going to do? After I just sat there and listened to Mike, Mike and the Mad Dog for 45 minutes, making it seem as if, you know, there's going to be breaking news from from George Bush or something coming in and some sort of congressional whatever act to, to replay the game. But they're not taking away the championship. The Yankees still lost in 2017 in the ALCS against the Astros. You can you can talk about it all you want, but you know what? You're going to look like with sour grapes. Uh, you know, if you start that bullshit in some bar, oh, you know, if they didn't do this, shut up. They lost. It's over. Move on. Cry in your beer, loser. Uh, so don't do that. Just, just really don't. I didn't listen to, and then I really don't listen to the fan at all anymore, but, uh, I could just imagine the people calling up, Mike, Mike, they got it. They got to do something about this. You know what they're going to do? Uh, uh, Budo and Queens, they're going to find them and they're going to take away draft picks. What else can they do? This isn't college basketball where they're going to remove a banner or whatever. It, it doesn't work that way, which I don't really know what would stop them from doing that. But anyways, I, I just I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, so it would be interesting too. also Brian Cashman talking about moving on to a different element of baseball here. Moving, he's saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're in and Strasburg and Cole. OK, well, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, I'm not going to go crazy. But like, oh, yeah, right. Heard that one before. Or let's go. Right. Just like, hey, when I start hearing more news about that, then let me know. Uh, the only real substantial news of the season, uh, the off season so far, is that uh, what they're they're I guess they're negotiating with Gardner. They want to bring Gardner back, which you know I don't have an issue bringing Gardner back, but you can't start the season with him as the starter. You want to bring him back for what his original role would have been this year, which is fourth outfielder. That's fine, but don't say that you're stopping there because it sounds like. Aaron Hicks is out for, you know, majority of the year. I would imagine Stanton will be dead by then. And Judge, you you can't really rely on him. I'm sorry, Aaron Judge, you cannot rely on to play, you know, 120 games. You can't do that. You know he's going to miss 40 games. 
which again in this world that's probably normal now because everyone needs a break and you know load management no brian maybe they play longer do they do they really though Aaron Boone, he's another one who he loves this. He he thinks he's a smug asshole, too. He didn't win the manager of the year, which he's in Yankee fans. I don't understand why you get angry about this stuff. If What does that do for you? Like, does that make you, you sit there and rip on the guy all year long, and then he wins manager of the year? Like, that's not the kind of, you know what I think? And I know now that you get, you get t-shirts for basically anything, wild car winners. But, you know, it's... It, it means something when you, in the old school, when you could wear a t-shirt. You won the American League Championship Series. You won the World Series. You're going to walk around with a shirt that says Aaron Boone, Manager of the Year on it? Who gives a shit? You really shouldn't. Oh, Rocco Baldelli. Stop. Stop. It doesn't matter. That's not going to change anything. Now, granted, if the Yankees won the World Series, that doesn't change my day either. I still got to go to work. I can't call in and say, listen, I'm not going to be in. The Yankees won the World Series. You know, I got to celebrate. They're going to be like, oh, that's nice. Actually, they might job's cool they wouldn't care they'd be like oh you must have been drunk last night or now um so but yeah they're passing on dd it looks like which i love dd man but i get it you know they're they're passing on him in the sense that they're not taking the extending his uh, extension they might still bring him back but definitely be under the yankees uh terms they they declined his 17 point whatever million dollar option and all these people too like i think because dd's such a good guy that people think that like he's going to be like struggling for cash or something people are like you know what? You know what really helps, though? I mean, he's kind of like uh, he, he's a good guy. And uh, listen, he could really help a team out there. So he's going to be OK. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really worrying about if, you know, if D.D. Gregorius can buy a loaf of bread next week. I, I, th- I think he can rub two pennies together and, you know, have quite a meal if he really wanted to. It's amazing how we look at players like that. <laughs> and you see Mookie Betts might be getting traded this year, this offseason. I saw something. From, who is it, John Morse or Bob Nightingale, that liar? Uh, it was either, uh, it's like sources, several sources confirm that many beat writers believe. It's like, we're now source, the sources are the beat writers about their own idiocy. Who had that first? That's what I want to know. Saying that one, at least one out of the three, if not all three, of Mookie Betts, uh, Francisco Lindor, and Chris Bryant might be traded. Now, we've heard all the things about Mookie Betts being traded. I'll believe that when I see it. Francisco Lindor, I can completely believe that. I totally believe that. Why would Chris Bryant be traded? Like, I, maybe I have not done my research on that. But why would they? He's still under a rookie contract. He, he's he's handsome. I mean, that, that's big. I don't even care how he plays. I'm already set. Jesus. I mean, he's got that little, like, rat foe thing going. That's good. I like that. Uh, but, yeah, so... Baseball's baseball. I still have not watched the equivalent of one football game this year. Um, apparently, there was a real good one last night. It's always great hearing somebody that doesn't clearly doesn't watch sports explain a game. So, has been a coffee today, and I heard somebody talking because you know supposedly they're 49er fans, which again I think this might have been the first football game they've ever watched. But they're just like, oh, you should have seen it. Oh, it was great. So first the the 49ers, they were in the lead and they scored a touchdown. And then the, the Seattle was in the lead. And then then Seattle lost the lead. And, and it, I mean, it was a really good game. And then and then the 49ers, they they they, they they want they were they were winning, and then they missed a field goal, and then the Seattle hit a field goal. It was just like, boy, I mean, I don't think you know Howard Cosell could explain that any better than you just did, sir or ma'am. You decide. Uh, but I saw Kaepernick is going to uh, get a private workout, and he, he can't wait. 
that's you know what part of me is almost like you know what bring Kaepernick on I have not found the NFL interesting and I think people that love the NFL have even said that but for me I have uh I think that's also in correlation to me not doing this podcast as much my lack of interest in sports is really going down big time uh baseball's still there is this this is the old white guy thing huh I'm just focusing on baseball uh soon golf right um I am doing this at almost 8 o'clock at night. Who has the audacity to, I think it was an Amazon delivery man making his daily stop at our place. Um, but bring Kaepernick might bring in an, an interesting element because he's he transcends everything. So we'll get that into, that'll bleed into mainstream media and Trump saying things and yada yada. So I mean, that that should be, I don't think any team's going to take him, but you never know. Um, when's, when is his, it's sometime, uh, soon, right? Uh, what is, oh, that's a work note. I was about to read a work note that has confidential information and I probably, not this epic of a deal, but uh, I'm not going to do it. Uh, shit. Uh, who cares? You, you, you guys know what the internet is. You can look it up yourself. So, well, all right. I don't know. I, I I really don't have a ton of comments about the NFL. It is interesting seeing Cam Newton is uh, the trading block, huh? But uh, Giants and Jets stink. That's all I see on my Twitter feed all the time. How bad do they stink? They stink. They stink so much. Uh, let's see. Basketball's just starting. Uh, you know what? Screw this. Let's let's talk about my vacation first. You know, I mean, this is what you wanted to hear, right? So, this big big uh, vacation been planning it for not that long. That's the great thing. You don't need travel agents. You don't need three years ahead of time to, to, to plan things. You just get done. Airbnb, quick, quick, quick. We, we went out of here from San Francisco to Paris. Round trip, uh, I think less than 500 each. That's pretty damn good on Norwegian Air. Now, it is uh, definitely bare bones. I'm not talking spirit level shit um, because that's for psychopaths. Uh, believe me. Uh but I mean, you're paying for water. You get, you, they have different levels. You can have the flex, flex plus, low fare, you know, premium. And I think I got like the second least expensive. Cause that's usually what I do when it, when there are different levels of things. I don't want it to look too cheap, but I am not a Rockefeller. So, uh, yeah, we got that. I got a terrible meal, which, you know, what is this 1980s comedy? Yeah. So I mean the meals on airlines. I mean, <laughs> what's the deal with this? Uh, they give you one drink. And you have to pay for water. And it's not a comfortable seat, but you know, the, the movies aren't awful. I watched, I, I, I really, just like Netflix or any of these, 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 these big services, which I, apparently now, I don't know what is wrong with you people. There are tons of streaming services that doesn't mean you have to buy all of them. You know, I see people saying that it's just like, this one costs this one, this one costs this one. No, do you, you don't need to buy all those just because they're available. That's like going to a buffet. It's like, oh, all this stuff's here. I got to eat it. No, you don't. Eat what you want until you're done. Well, look at all the shrimp. Do you like shrimp? No, then don't eat it. Why are you getting Disney? Are you five? Well, their, their website's not, their, their app's not even working anyways. It's embarrassing, huh? Netflix is probably laughing it up. <laughs> look at us. We look like kings for a day. Uh, but what was I talking about? 
Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the selection on airplanes, too. It's the same thing I do with, like, Netflix and whatnot. There's so much stuff there that it's just an overload to my brain that I can't even, like, focus on one thing. So what I do, I end up focusing on something I've seen a million times. So I watched uh, Shawshank Redemption. I watched uh, The Fugitive. You know, all these new movies are there. You know, everything. It's incredible. But we go to Paris. Paris is just kind of our launch off point. We go there. And, you know, I used to like Paris the first time I went there. I don't really like it anymore. It's dirty. Um, now, we went, in a, we went to Europe in the season where it's raining like every day. But it's dirty. Uh, p- people pissing on the street. You know, we have a little common courtesy here. I, I know that that's not something that's completely outlawed or, or something that doesn't happen here uh, in the United States, but I, uh, I I didn't like it. I didn't like you know this is it, this isn't in like a, a, a like a a corner or something. You know, just I walk down the street. Let me just turn here, and then there's you know the huge stream of piss. I said to my wife, I'm like, you just walked in piss. She's like, no, I didn't. I was like, yes, you did. Ah. Anyways, uh, so after that, yeah, we, that was basically just our jump off point there, and then we went to uh, Bayou, and Bayou is just this little town. that was the first big town that was liberated by the the the, uh, the boys in blue. Um from Omaha beach and all that. So we went there and that's obviously we took a tour, Omaha beach, Utah beach, uh, point to Hawk, all that. And it was awesome. I, I definitely recommend it for anyone. And it's only, you know, two hours outside of Paris or so. So if you're ever in Paris, um, <laughs> if you're from Paris next time, <laughs> um, and I saw the, the Notre, Notre Dame, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's an okay shape, but you're not getting anywhere close to it. If you go to Paris, if that's really something that you really want to do. Uh, you'll see a lot of people from the street taking pictures through chain link fences if that's really up your alley. So you will absolutely love that. But hey, I, I loved all that. Then we went to Mont Saint Michel, uh, which is, if you don't know, is a um, little uh, thingy. What is it called? Monastery. Like when the tides come in, it's like a, basically an island. Sorry about that. Uh, then we did some other stuff in Paris, in, in France. Some some nice region my wife picked out. You know, very very rural but cute, nice. It was it was nice. I hate all the beds in Europe. There, you know, I know they they, they like to you know, minimize things and everything. Oh, the meals are smaller. The drinks are smaller. The beds are smaller and more uncomfortable. And I fucking hate it. It was so great to be back here and have the big bed to be a slob. Uh, but from there we went to, uh, you know, we went all around, we did some nice little fishing village and, you know, it was, it was, it was good stuff. Good stuff. Um, why, why, again, you know, all the people in Europe, not all the people, the young kids, they dress like it. They really fit every, like, stereotype. Smoking nonstop, you know, just dressed in clothes that are so tight. And I know that's a thing now in the United States, too. But, like, they're all, I don't know, looking like they're coming out of some techno club. And I don't know what I'm trying to say. But uh, I went to Belgium after that. Had some great beer. Great beer. I paid 16 euro for this one beer, Westervelt 12, which is supposed to be the one of the best beers in the world. It was very good. I wouldn't pay 16 euro for it again, but it was very good. You know, they, there's a whole big backdrop story with it. It's like, yeah, you know, I bought it at a bar. So that's probably had to pay the markup on it. But it was like, you have to call, they only sell from the monastery. You have to make an appointment and you go through a drive through and they only make enough just to sustain their needs, not for profit. It's like, I shut, shut up. Give me the goddamn beer. Uh, but that was good. We did. Uh, I, I actually enjoyed Belgium a lot. I really did. Um, old stuff. Uh, we barely ate anything. I think I lost like 10 pounds and I'm putting it all back on now. I just can't stop eating now. I think I'm, it's what's happening. I don't know. And from there, um, we went to Amsterdam, which Amsterdam is a weird place. I, I definitely enjoy it. And I would, I would definitely go back, but it's like a, it's like a more classy Vegas, if that makes sense. 
Um, I mean, you know, you're just walking down the street and there are prostitutes and windows and they almost don't look real. It's just like, and a lot of them were clearly, we, we were, you know, we're not, we're not burning the midnight oil. You know, we're walking around at 12, one, two o'clock in the, the afternoon. Some of these, these prostitutes, they're, uh, you know, they're working, but they're clearly not interested They're They're, they're just sitting there playing on their phone. And then it's like, uh, if you, a bunch of people walk by, they should close the blind. It's like, okay, all right, well. Working hard. They're hardly working. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, you can't take pictures of them, too, because apparently they'll throw piss at you. They keep piss next to them to throw at you. What I was trying to say is, you know, you walk down the street in Amsterdam, this beautiful architecture, the canals, all that, and you walk by a bunch of prostitutes. The whole place smells like weed. Um, and even in these coffee shops, you, you know, they have little outside areas. So if you want to sit in the outside area, it's just people sitting, you know, it's like a, your normal bistro or whatever on the, on the side of the road, just just smoking weed, you know. But then, you know, so you're feeling like, what, what, what is this? Is this like a more sophisticated Sin City? But then at the same time, you know, you walk down the street and you're looking at paintings from, from all these, you know, what's that called? The Night Watch? Not, not, not the Night Hawk. The, the, the bunch of Dutch guys look like pilgrims. Um, that, that was a famous painting in there. The Battle of Waterloo and, and Frank House. You go there. I mean, it's, we saw some pictures by Banksy, which I'm still not sold. Is street art actually like art? Like, it's cool, but are we talking about like, you know, Rembrandt and Banksy on the same level? I mean, this is what this podcast has become now, huh? Let's talk Rembrandt and Banksy. Who you got, huh? Who's your Mount Rushmore street artists? But it's a very, very unique area. I, I would definitely recommend that too. Very, very unique. So that was Europe. And then we, from there, we just took a train back to Paris um, because flying from Amsterdam would have been outrageous for whatever reason. And then we uh, did that. I stayed up the whole time. Yeah, but that was my trip. That was my trip. Now, one place we did not go is Hong Kong, which I know this is an old story now, but I don't think it's done yet. We'll, we'll put it that way. I don't think it's done. I think that Hong Kong protesters are going to interrupt a game this year and there's going to be nothing the NBA can do about it. Now, what's hasn't been said, you know, what's been, what hasn't been said about how phony and pathetic the NBA looks right now or did, you know, whatever. It, it, it's over now for, for all intents and purposes in our, in our short term little world, it is over now. But I mean, you, if you had any respect and they were hard to find, but they were still there. Cause then, you know, the ass kissers on Twitter for the heroes, the, the, the star worshipers, they'll, they'll always be there. But you know, Steve Kerr, complete phony loser, which I mean, is anyone shocked? Is anyone? Oh, I just, I'm, I was, I'm not really sure. I, I have to be more educated on the situation. Educated? What are you, a more? Dude, you act like you're so cultured and you know news about everything. And, and I mean, and you, you don't hear about this global story? Go on CNN.com. It's the first goddamn story. Or it was when it's not, you know, Trump, you know, what, what, what Trump ate for breakfast. But I, and, and you know what? My brother-in-law is a Chinese professor, Chinese history professor. I'll have to talk to him. Has Steve sat down and had a conversation with his brother? Maybe they'll talk about it Thanksgiving this year. Maybe, maybe he'll come back with a really nuanced answer and really educate all of us. What a load of shit. And, and what, I want to hear what he has to say this year with his whole team depleted, look like an asshole. Please, Steve, enlighten us. Enlighten us about everything. Trump is vermin, but like, is there anything less brave than being in the NBA or even being in the spotlight and criticizing Donald Trump. 
Listen, you have the right to say it, but at the same time, don't play me the fucking game about, oh, I, I don't really know a lot about China. And, oh, yeah, I, it, listen, it's a complicated history. I mean, this, this, this country's pretty old. I mean, you know, that in Hong Kong, I mean, Ming Dynasty, I mean, you know, I mean, they built a wall, you know, I just, oh, things old. And Popovich, Popovich just, he was just as pathetic, but he had his own different way of just spinning it into a uh, anti-Trump thing, which... I, I just don't understand how Trump is in these guys' heads all the time. I mean, you guys are millionaires. You, you, and you deal with millionaires. You, you get coached to play a game. And I realize it's a lot of intense uh, pressure on the line for those big contracts. But what the fuck? What does Donald Trump have to do with you every day that you have to bring him up? I, has Rick Carlisle chimed in about Donald Trump? I mean, is David Fisdale given his State of the Union about the president? Like, why do those two coaches have to, like, just look for all the Twitter applause? My God. Imagine all the just the smirks. Not the smirks, but, like, the, the shit-eating grins with all the all the, the beat writers. So when they say, yeah, well, Trump's an idiot. And they're just, like, holding their recorder. And they're just, like, smiles getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like the Grinch. <sighs> and then, of course, the, the cherry on the Sunday. A guy who has a show about social justice, LeBron James, the biggest pandering fraud you've ever seen. You know, I do always think, how would Jordan handle this? I don't think Jordan would have looked good in the social media area either. Republicans buy sneakers. That's what he said. That's what he said was something. I don't remember. He didn't want to criticize something because he said, hey, Republicans buy sneakers. And we don't even know if he actually said that. That's, a, that's kind of an urban legend that he made that statement. LeBron James is on video talking about, you know, he, he doesn't really have a comment. He doesn't really know much about it. And, uh, you know, no, no, that's not true. I, I take that back. He said it was, it was irresponsible by the general manager of the Rockets. People could have been hurt, not only financially. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, you are sitting there on your, sh he is on a show in a fake barbershop with all his friends sitting there drinking wine, talking about how everyone is oppressed in the world. Here are people being killed dead in the streets of Hong Kong. People die. Yeah, I saw the, the headline in CNN today that the main thing said, it said something. I forget. Uh, it was on BBC.com. Actually, it said like, we're, we're reaching a, a, a critical point. It's called research, Brian. Check it out said something that it's getting really, really bad right now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was irresponsible for, uh, you know, freedom to, you know, maybe be plastered on the front page. Right, LeBron? What a goddamn disgrace he is. You know, you want to – and I, this is what I've said a million times. I'm not expecting athletes to be eloquent and uh, – use that word again – loquacious about these subjects. You know what I mean? I'm not asking LaMarcus Aldridge what he thinks about the Iran-Contra affair in the 80s. You know what I mean? I, I'm, not, I'm not asking Derek Rose to break down what's happening in Tel Aviv. But LeBron and, you know, and, and the coaches, they want to sit there and tell you all about things that are going on and how they fight. for LeBron is a goddamn show dedicated to it. But when it comes to his bottom line, when it comes to his wallet, he is a pandering loser. And listen, LeBron James, at the end of the day, what does he care? Guy's a billionaire or, or on his way to be a billionaire. What does he care about a few people in China or in Hong Kong? Clearly he doesn't. Clearly he doesn't. But I don't want to hear any. I haven't heard any preaching from anyone since the beginning of this whole China thing. And Adam Silver, boy, he looks like such a phony too. Oh, yeah, people are allowed to say whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're canceling all the press conferences in China. All that done. 
My, oh my. I don't hear a word from any of them. Hey, they're, they're doing it. They're doing a good job getting past this. But I can guarantee you that there are going to be Hong Kong protesters. They're going to take over a game this year. They're going to start a massive chant or they're going to go on the court and there's nothing the NBA can do to stop it. Now, if I were them, you go on the field, you go on the court, the police are going to get you out of there. If you stand up and start chanting, there will be no way they will stop play. There will be, they wouldn't know where to do with the cameras. Now that will cost a lot of money to do, but the NBA deserves that. You know, they take all this money from China. And, and you know, I, I know I'm a Johnny, Johnny come, I'll admit I'm a Johnny come lately on this subject because you know what? Obviously we know how bad human rights are in China, but I never really actually put the connection there between the NBA and China. So I definitely sh- chimed in and, uh, you know, swung in off the chandelier like Jerry in his puffy shirt and just said, oh yeah, well, look at this. Oh, wow, wow. I never even put the connection together again. So that, that, that's on me. That's bad on me. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. And I don't care if Kawhi Leonard sits. If he wants to sit, let him. There we go. That's what I have to say. But we'll move on here. We'll, we'll move on to, uh, you know, this is the second retirement of the great uh, you-know-who. And that's Mike Francesa. Now he... Oh, come, Mike. Jesus. Come on, man. So Mike Francesa is saying goodbye to us once again. Just like Jordan. He had to do it twice, you know? I don't remember Jordan farting anywhere. I don't know what to say anymore about Mike. He, uh, this is a whimper he is going out with after the song and dance, the 18-month retirement party we had last time, to then really just be leaving with his tail between his legs. Mm, well, I don't know what between the cheeks, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Yes. If you didn't know, apparently Mike Francesa farted. Uh, on air. And you know what? At this point, I don't even care if he farted. It's just the idea that, you know, we're having this whole conversation about Mike France, excuse me, Mike Francesa farting. And the idea that he couldn't just take it, he couldn't just say, I farted or this is stupid, let's move on. He had to go crazy, not crazy, but just continue to make it a big thing and make it a bigger deal. I mean, this is him reading reading uh, the headline. Once he heard that, uh, once he heard that, it's been it's it's news. It's in the media about Mike's flash ones. Now, just remember, this now, guy. What are you me a headline that says this guy's at the pinnacle of sports talk radio, and this is what he he's been reduced to now: that? reading headlines uh, yeah. like this. Okay. Um. Wait a second. I'm going to read the headline. Mike Francesa appears to rip, fought while ripping Adam Gase. Now, here's the thing. The five-minute morning, which Anthony tapes in the morning. Then Mike goes into talking about how he, you know, he, 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 it's impossible because they wouldn't allow a fart on the air because, you know, the editing is so secure and just <laughs> with this show that nobody listens to. Uh, the the five-minute whatever on the app, which the app, you know... I don't even understand the, the the whole transaction between different parties and the app. Supposedly he made money on it. I don't, I don't understand how you can make money from something that didn't appear to be very popular and you claimed it as your own and then just gave it to your boss. Maybe someone can break that down to me. I'm not very smart, um, especially on that subject. But I mean, you know, if you, imagine having a sense of humor and being like, oh, people are stupid, saying I farted, whatever. All right. So we'll have Aaron Boone on a 505. Like just moving on. Mike made this a thing. Talking about it. Fart, fart, fart. 
That's what shows it. Mike. Mike is a miserable, humorless asshole is what he is. And he's leaving in December. He's going to be doing a lot of work with radio.com, which we all know is nobody does work at radio.com. Who, Brian Scalabrini? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike and Brian Scalabrini breaking down the basketball. I don't think Francesa watches sports anymore. <sighs> but just everything we went through with Mike, you know, everything, the whole song and dance. Now I'm back. And, you know, he obviously, if he didn't know, the, the you know, radio ratings books are three months long. And uh, the first month, he was trounced by Michael K. So maybe the writing's on the wall with Mike. Uh, some people don't understand that we've been ripping Mike all these years, but, uh, and they're really upset that Mike's leaving people in Loserville, but, uh, I don't know. Bye Mike. Bye Mike. It's a sad ending. I mean, in all seriousness, this is a guy who's again at the top of the top of the mountain when it comes to sports talk show hosts, and he is going out just a defeated old man. Okay. Boomer. I mean, he's just an old man who the problem, Mike, and I think I said this on Twitter too, you know, when Media and technology was changing. Mike was resistant. He said, screw that. You know, screw all your, I know how to do this. I've been doing this 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we heard the whole song and dance. I don't need this crap. He left, then came back and embraced all the stuff he hated. And it seems so insincere and so fraudulent. Well, bye, Mike. Bye, Felicia. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I think that's it tonight, people. What else? Uh, is there anything else I really wanted to talk about? Princess's end, Princess's fart. Okay, I got that. Uh, I saw the Joker movie. So I saw the Joker movie. So that will be my second, uh, uh, what do you call that? Superhero movie I've ever seen. The first one was Batman and Michael Keaton. So it seems about every 30 years I see one. So it should be uh, interesting. Um, another 30 years watching. <laughs> uh, I started watching the, the Dark Knight on the plane. I just said, you know, it was pretty cool with that bank scene where they're robbing it and people are shooting yourself. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. And then, like, the police officer is, like, talking to Batman. And Batman's, like, in his outfit. And I'm just like, the guy is dressed like that. Why would a, a normal plainclothes person be talking to a human being or a bat, whatever, uh, like that? Like, someone dressed like that. And I just said, I can't do this. I can't watch this. This is stupid. So that's when I quit. So apparently tonight, also my wife was telling me there's this show on CNBC, which we'll, we'll close it here. Um, I'll have to check it out. Uh, A-Rod, he, he's got some show where he helps uh, what broke athletes. That should be interesting. I mean, uh, you know, I Alex Rodriguez, his Instagram page is quite a journey into the obscene. Uh, not obscene, but obscene uh, journey of the obscenely odd. Just... The weird poses, the it's it's a frightening account, is what it is actually. Uh, and yeah, I follow it. Um, but he he's 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 like I saw the first episode, uh, the highlights of the 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 commercial. Just say you saw a goddamn preview of it. Uh, Vander Holyfield there, so he he's talking to him. Like I, I don't, you know, A Rod is obviously quite successful. He seems to have his hand in a lot of business. I don't understand why he's on any of these announcing things. That guy writes everything he says and does not have any people skills to actually have a conversation. It's it's weird. Like MLB baseball, you go on the Fox thing. You know, A-Rod uh, will sit there and have all the numbers and statistics and yada, yada, and not be able to have, have a conversation with anybody. Ortiz does no prep, really makes no salient points, yet can have him shoot the shit with all of them there. Two, two different people. Remember when they hated each other, too? Because A-Rod's agent called out Ortiz for taking steroids. Like, you're both cheaters. Will you shut up? 
Both of you are uh, artificially uh, fabricated, uh, you know, legacies, whatever it may be. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting to see the story because, you know, again, Alex Rodriguez is very successful, but how, how much if his intellect goes into this? I can see Alex Rodriguez at these, Alex Rodriguez at these, uh, these, these, these board meetings, you know, with his little notebook and him just like nodding his head, like understanding anything that's going on. And he's just like doodling like a, like a house or someone's face or something, you know, a house with a chimney and smoke coming out. And he's just like, yes, yes, absolutely. I, I'm really interested in this project. Yeah. 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 It's really good. Not knowing anything, and everyone's just like, wow, what a dum-dum. He is stupid, huh? I'll have to say, he, he, has, he is a great, uh, he's a great thespian. We'll put it that way. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what Alex Rodriguez I will do a review of that. I'll have to find that. And on one of my streaming services, I'll have to pay $75 for it, along with all the other ones. It's like, hey, why not have cable, huh? All right, people, it's good to be back. Listen to the show, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, and follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13, and at RedTicketBlues. So I'm going to try to, I know you've heard this from me before, so I don't know why I'm making a promise, but I'm going to try to get a lot better about this and uh, get behind the mic and uh, give you what I got, huh? Huh, yeah? Um, a little more frequently than a month and a half between podcasts, so. For the, for the people that are still subscribed to the podcast, they probably left after a while, they're like, hey, I think Brian's dead. But uh, for you, those of you that are still there or listening for the first time or whatever time it may be, I truly appreciate it because uh, someone has to listen to this. <sighs> My God, have mercy on your soul. So with all that being said, honor. Yo, Nas, you ready? Ready when you all bring Freedom of jail, clips inserted A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered The beginning and end As far as rap goes, it's only natural I explain my plateau and also what defines my name First it was nasty, but times have changed Actually now I'm the artist But hardcore, my signs for pain I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame Saw things shoot up and do lines of Saw my close friend shot, flatlining my same That depends, carry MAC-10s to practice my aim On rooftops, tape CD covers the trees Line a barrel up with your weak pinching and squeeze Street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads To the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough To the big dogs living large, taking it light Pushing big toys, getting nice, enjoying your life Is what you make it, suicide, few try to take it Belt tied around their neck and jail cells naked Heaven and hell, rap legend, presence is felt And of course, NAS are the letters that spell Earth, wind, and fire, rims and tires, bulletproof glass inside is the realest driver. Planets in orbit, line them up with the stars. Tarot cards, you can see the Pharaoh Nas. I am Mike, Messiah type. Before the Christ, after the death, the last one left. Let my cash invest in stock. Came a long way from blasting. Text on blocks, went from Seiko to Rolex. Owning acres from the projects with no chips to large cake, though. Dimes, giving. 
Siete zeros. Bet my nine spit for the pesos. But what's it all worth? Can't take you with you under this earth. Rich men died and tried, but none of it worked. They just robbed your grave. I'd rather be alive and paid. Before my numbers call, history's made. Some will fall, but I rise, thug or die. Making choices that determine my future under the sky. To rob, steal, or kill, I'm wondering why. It's a dirty game. Is any man worthy of fame? My success to you, even if you wish me the opposite. Sooner or later, we'll all see who the prophet is. Not just like life or death. To a nympho, but nothing sweet. I'm like beef busting through your windows. I'm like a street sweeper, reaper. Like Greeks in Egypt, learning something deep from their teachers. I'm like crime, like your, your man you would die for. Always got you. I'm like pop, do you would cry for? I'm like a whole lot of loot. I'm like Chris Money, corporate accounts from a rich company. I'm like ecstasy for ladies. I'm like all races combined in one man. Like the '99 Summer Jam, bulletproof. I'm a man. I'm like being locked down around new faces, and none of them fan. I'm the feeling of a millionaire spending a hundred grand. I'm a poor man's dream, a thug poet. Live it and I write it down and I watch it blow up. Y'all know what I'm like. Y'all play it in your system every night, now. Not just like life or death. I'm a rebel. It's like...